0: Right, welcome everybody to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co host and
1: very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris. It's great to speak to you. Brand new week and a shitload of drama. <laughs> so. <laughs> Where would you like to start today? Dave, it was the Cassara Moore recoupling, and
0: I think there was all sorts going on. I mean, I I did feel Dave for poor Moira
1: today, I must admit. She's all over the place. Slightly, yeah. (laughs) I believe I'm with you on the second bit. She's all over the place. Why would you feel sorry for her? I think she's a bit of an emotional wreck, Dave. I think she's going to walk. I think she's going to
0: say, look, she's had a go with three people. She even said that herself when she was talking to Sally. Uh Yeah, I don't think this is the right place for her at all. I don't know what, what she was thinking coming in,
1: because she's not going to find love in this villa at all. I thought it was very strange. I, I didn't see it quite as sympathetically as you, to be honest, Chris. Um, and I can hear Terence now saying, I fucking told you so. <laughs> it's, so it starts off, doesn't it, with the recoupling. So the girls make the first choice, and then the guys just walk in, not knowing what the girls cho- have chosen. Now, Moira is first up. She confidently says, you know, I've decided to recouple, you know, and she, I'm recoupling with Aaron, and then she's all smiles, and then fucking Calvin walks in with Cher, and she's got a face like thunder. I'm like, really? So so you're really thinking that you're going to make the choice. You're going to couple up with Aaron. But I really hope Calvin just walks on his own and I'm going to shit all over him. That's what she was hoping for. She's like, oh, I was hurt. You know, fucking no sympathy from me, Chris, whatsoever. <laughs> and if she's a piping hot mess of an emotional wreck, well, who's she got to blame? I, what the fuck must Aaron think? <laughs> he's like, he's on cloud nine. Yay! She's picked me. Oh, she's fucking a wreck for the like two days. I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it, Chris. No, I, that's the
0: only thing I agree with on that, Dave. I do. I've got to say, is I didn't understand the chewing a wasp face because, like you just said, she picked Aaron. Calvin picked. Is it share the girl? Yeah, picked. He picked share. Yeah. Uh, that's the end of it. It, there's nothing she can say. Both 50 50. It's not a fucking game. Who sees who stitches who up? That was their choices. It was the right choices. I do think it is. Uh, but I just don't think she's right for the villa, Dave. I just think she she just doesn't seem to undertake or invest in what it's about. I don't know whether she's after this fucking fairy tale Cinderella, you know, someone coming in, lifting her up th- and taking her off. I don't I know. I
1: think that's it. That That is it. You've nailed it. So I've been with someone like this, and they can't just enjoy the moment. They're, like, trying to force everything. And she's, she, like I say, she's literally, she's just met Aaron. They've had a bit of nice time together, but it's not fucking perfect. She's not madly in love straight away. So she's like, oh, it's never going to happen for me. Are you fucking kidding me? So, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know if she's going to walk, to be honest. Why would you walk when there's an all-exclusive... <laughs> all-paid holiday you know i i don't think she'll walk but she's not gonna find anyone in there
0: no no and i tell you what dave you know so Moira's is that in, in for you moira's had an absolute mare i tell you, you had me screaming at the fucking telly and i called him and see you next tuesday and <laughs> you know i won't say it properly Carrington, what an absolute prick. The way he come down the stairs on Kirsten then it looked like she she, uh, she went up like a Maycat, didn't she? Like, oh, he's picked me, he's picked me. And then he stands there and puts his arm out to bring the girl down. That was fucking
1: out of order (laughs) for me. Yeah, but do you think that was him? Or do you think he was told to do that? No, I think it's him, Dave. I think he's a bell end. I must admit, I think he's a complete so, bell end. I don't disagree with that necessarily, and and it was interesting. So last week, so from I think it was Friday's episode, Terence had said, you know, like it it could be a country difference. Um, you know, the way we see it from the UK and the way they see it from the US, maybe, but you know, we we gave Carrington a bit of a hard time. I think Terence's perspective was, you know, he's just being a lad and it's Love Island. I think for me, it's not fuck everyone over, Island, (laughs) You know, it's not dip your wick, Island, You know, people are in there, so-called, to find something genuine. And I don't necessarily think he is trying to find that. I think, you know, with the way it evolved throughout the night, and and I am going to cut him a bit of slack, I I think that was producer-led, because it's a very unnatural thing to do that, to walk down on your own. And then the girl walk in after. They've done that on purpose, um, but yeah, I, I I just think when Kirsten was laying it on thick, I almost got a sense from Carrington he's thinking like, hmm, maybe this isn't a completely closed door, <laughs> you know? but I I don't know. He's just he's dipping it around a bit too much for uh, for my <laughs> for my liking, and I think. You know, Laurel seems like a nice girl, and uh, I I just think he'll you know he'll choose someone over her. Where I will give the producers a bit of a an, a bit of a pass, Chris, is I thought they would have a whisper in his ear and say, "Look, get Mackenzie in there; <laughs> it's going to be gold." Uh, but he did choose Laurel, which I, I do think they are a better match, and um, so yeah, I was I was definitely wrong on that one.
0: No, hey, look, it, it was great TV tonight. It was an extra long episode. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I will say, Dave, you know, we move over to Sally and Johnny, right? Sally's there. Oh, sorry, no, Justin and Caleb, sorry, we're next. Justin and Caleb. Caleb come in, basically saying there's no one else for you. He was dead up front about his situation with Cher. Justin was an absolute uh, wreck once she she was shaking. Sally was there supporting her. I thought it was dead nice, Dave, and I thought that that, out of all of them, that was probably one of the the most genuine ones. Now, I don't know what you think about them, Dave, before we get into Sally and Johnny, but I I just thought that that was quite nice, and and Caleb has got
1: his head screwed on, I think. Yeah, I think I said it last week, didn't I? I I really like Caleb just as a person, just on his own, and obviously with Justine. He he just seems to say common-sense things, you know. He's got a good head on his shoulders there. And, yeah, I mean, Justine, she hasn't come out and said it, but last week she was having a bit of a – there were a few tears, weren't there, because she's always been someone's – or she feels like she's always been someone's second pick. And the fact that, you know, he's admitted to her that, you know, he was attracted to Cher, but he has picked Justine, means, you know, you are the first pick. Now, I think it's only natural that she's going to feel a bit threatened by Cher being in there. But I think, again, I think Caleb – handled it brilliantly, you know, I I just don't think he did anything wrong, and out of all the couples, right now, and you know this can change in a single day, but but right now, I have to feel like they're the favourites. Yeah, I totally agree, Dave, I I think really, really suited
0: together, hopefully they stay together, I don't think Caleb's going to do anything, Um, and flipping it, Dave, you know, my favourites, and probably everyone's favourites, was Johnny and Sally, now, If you're going to go and cheat on your girlfriend, Dave, I've got to say, Johnny has got the biggest pair of bollocks I have ever seen. Because (laughs) he tells Sally that he's glad he cheated on her because it's better for her that he's here. He's a better person now he's done it. Now, that is the best reverse psychology I have ever seen or heard. I thought it was fucking outstanding. And poor Sally is lapping it up. I mean, she she wasn't happy. She was upset and that, but... By the end of it, oh, they're fucking back on, Dave, and you called it to an absolute T, Dave. Absolutely correct with them too.
1: Yeah, I, I, I'm sort of a a little bit disappointed. It, it happened quite so quickly. I thought she'd give him a bit of a hard time for longer. It, it is weird. I mean, he keeps coming out with the same kind of line, though, doesn't he? You know such and such a thing happened and that helped me get clarity over us and it's going to make us stronger you know he sort of he said that before and then he said it you know when he told her about the kiss and the cuddle in bed and stuff still being very economical with you know what actually happened we're not talking about the challenge when uh you know he's snogging a face off for about 10 minutes it seemed uh mercedes that is so And then, you know, the way she was being, he's like, oh, well, you know, again, seeing the way you were and stuff, it it helps me gain clarity. He's just saying the same things, Chris. And I think he was a little bit taken aback as well. For whatever reason, I think he just expected Sally to kind of be grateful that he's he's owned up to it all. Do you not think he seemed a little bit surprised that she was so upset?
0: Yeah, I agree. And he even said later on, and I think what it is doing, Dave, he doesn't like losing the power in the relationship. I'm not saying he's domineering over her, but his way of justifying it later on was even more Davey Brent-like because he said, well, I just saw it as like another challenge because we do a lot of challenges in the house. (laughs) Oh, that's fair enough. I'm going to go out at weekend and cop off and just say to Sam, well, it was part of an experiment, love. You're all right. Don't worry. I'm sure that she's not going to chop my balls off, Dave. You know what I mean? So he's like... He's fucking he's great to watch, but it's just like he has got some balls on him to do that because he did literally, he, he is just completely oblivious to what he's done. He's so right. It was great TV, absolutely <laughs> dynamite. And I'm, 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 my toes were curling for Sally going, Oh, you're going to fall for this, aren't you? And I'm not saying that he can't change as a man and, and evolve and go, Look, I have fucked up Royal There's nothing wrong with that. Everyone makes mistakes. But the way he's done it, Dave, he's done it like a kipper for me there.
1: Yeah. And I think now that they've had this little wrinkle, they're gonna get over it. I, I think I think again, they're not my favourites, but I think they'll they'll be able to handle whatever's thrown at them now. And so I can yeah. definitely see them being in the final. Like I say though, can't see them winning it now.
0: Yeah, no, I can't. I agree. And and you know, we we'd look in it we've had James in there, who's a bit of a bad guy, uh, didn't like him. Carrington has been on our hit list for a while. Mackenzie was on the hit list at the start, Dave, and then I sort of felt Connor shot himself in his own foot. Today, Mackenzie is on the bullseye for my fucking dart today, Dave. What a spoiled, horrible little girl she is, Dave. I'm sorry. She was completely out of order for me today. And watching her... Totally contradict herself. Fucking double standards all over the place. And honestly, I thought, you know what? You deserve nothing out of this. And by the way, and we'll talk about it all, obviously, but I was so happy by the end of it because I thought her, her dealing with Connor all right, she picks Jalen, nothing you can do. I thought Jalen was a bit snidey, he just kept like kissing her and really going over the top affectionate when Connor was explaining mm, what was going on. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was a bit naughty for me. However, I do think Jalen is a nice lad, but I did that was naughty. However, she has just come across for me as a spoiled little
1: brat today, Dave. You know what? So I did have a, a little bit of a look at the recap episode and they do show a few little extra bits and at the beginning they're all talking about like, you know, famous people that they've been told they look like. And Sally's saying, like, you know, I, I've been told I look like Salma Hayek. And everyone's like, Yeah, yeah. And then I can't remember. Someone else says, you know, they look like something. And she says something like, Oh, I can't believe Connor didn't figure out, you know, who I looked like. And everyone's dead <laughs> silent. Everyone's dead silent and looking around. And she goes, margot Robbie (laughs) and everyone again there's still silence and a bit of a tumbleweed and I think Sally goes like oh oh yeah I can see that now (laughs) (laughs) you've got blonde hair you've got blonde whatever I think the blue eyes as well and I've not I guess squinting you know from a, a few miles away on a on a foggy day potentially yes but uh, but no that that tickled me so that was even before i saw tonight's episode and, and i was just like oh you're so fucking up yourself yeah i'm um, off that train but you know unfortunately we called it exactly right connor walks in with the fucking teddy bear walks in with gus or as you like to call him chris mr fucking cuddles <laughs> <laughs> So <laughs> oh, it was it was horrible though, wasn't it? Because he was yeah. he was as white as a sheet. You could see all the all the blood sort of rushed out of him, and it's ah, oh, it was heartbreaking. But I, I think this was Mackenzie's worst episode of it in terms of how she came across because she was kind of like just at first she's like treating it as a matter of fact kind of way, and then when you know. <sighs> The thing is I kinda wanna shake Connor as well because he's saying, Oh, you know, it's it's fine, you know, and whatever. And he's talking to the lads and he's saying I can't even look at her. You know just fucking give her both barrels, just fucking say what you actually think. You know, um yeah. but but he doesn't. He bottles it all up again. But I tell you what, Chris, when she's saying to him, Oh, look at you, you're a grown ass man now. What a fucking That's... condescending thing to say. It's yeah. just like, oh, fuck you. Yeah, she, she's not. And I agree with you. When Connor was saying, you deserve to
0: be happy, I'm like, Connor, stop getting a book of cliches out. She doesn't deserve to be happy because she's a fucking brat. And she's gone through life. Unfortunately, Dave, I'm going on in on her ear because she's gone through life always being told yes, and she's never been told no by anybody. And her way of dealing with things is, utterly ridiculous. It was some of the shit she was coming out. I'm dealing with a breakup. No, you didn't have a breakup that you caused. If Connor had done it to you, fuck me, we'd have had the Titanic music on. She'd be on the fucking floors, you know, crying. We'd have have the whole nine yards. I know people deal with things differently, but he dealt with it with a bit of class. However, I do agree. He needs to grow a set of balls and fucking tell her that I don't want you to be happy. You get everything in life that, you know, karma's a bitch and all that stuff because it does come back and get you. And Dave, You know, this happened, and by the end of the episode, I'm thinking, I'm not into people cheating. You know, I don't condone it. However, Kirsten, if you want to get with Jalen, I'm going to fucking be there with the banner outside the Cromwell. I'm going to get a plane over there going, pick Jalen, fuck her off. And she had the audacity to kick off going, oh, he's not showing me any attention. And I do think Jalen knows he's dropped a bollock. he's just got in the villa with her because him and Kirsten have got some proper chemistry there, Dave.
1: Yeah. And I, I mean, I honestly, if it was a choice between the two, I'd, I'd definitely go for Kirsten. Um, yeah. You know, and and again, I, I don't think Carrington knows what he what he had there, but she does seem like a genuine, sweet, genuinely sweet girl. But I think if you know if Mackenzie's performance tonight was rating at about a four, I think when Jalen was speaking to Kirsten, and then Mackenzie was kind of offloading to Moira she took it down to a one out of 10 for me because she came across <laughs> terribly. She really came across like a spoilt little brat there. And and I just couldn't help but watch that unfold and what she was saying and about, you know, he needs, basically she was saying he needs to be paying a bit more attention to me and what have you. And, and Murray was saying, well, does this happen to you on the outside world? She said, yeah, all the time. I, I just can't help but feel that, you know, she's a stunning girl. She's got, you know, the blonde hair, the big lips, not the lips are real, obviously, but, you know, and uh, neither are the boobs. But, you know, you can see that she would get lots and lots of male attention from all these billionaires and everything. But you can just see that at some point, they're going to get sick of her shit. Yeah. And, and you can see already that Jalen, a lot quicker than Connor, is just not going to put up with it all.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. I I can't disagree with that at all, Dave. I think we're both... I think everybody watching it is on the same page with McKenzie. <laughs> I
1: mean, it's like... It, she's... Oh, when they're in bed as well, and she's like, I can't understand why you're being like this. You know, and he's saying, I'm quite happy with the pace that we're at. So I don't really want anything to change. And she's like, I'm not asking for us to change, but you are. And it's like, oh, what she's actually saying is just... She just contradicts herself all the time. And it's just like, oh, fucking hell. So, yeah, fucking karma is a bitch. (laughs) 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 But, I mean, who do you see for Connor? Because someone mentioned about, I mean, when it was all unfolding. I mean, I I tell you what, the fucking blokes, they gave Mackenzie both barrels, didn't they? Right after the recoupling. You know, Jalen was saying, you don't know where. Anything, and I've got no respect for a. You know, Johnny was saying as well. I, th- I think they're all being good mates there. You know, he's saying, you, you know, I know you don't want us to be angry with her, but you know, basically, you know, fucking are. Um, I don't know who someone said like, what about Mackenzie? I actually think that'd be a good match. You know, who? Con- Connor and mckenzie Oh dear. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's who just split up with, Dave Mackenzie. You mean Kirsten?
0: God, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I've, I've written down Connor and Kirsten. Connor and Kirsten, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Kirsten, so,
1: psychic Connor Kirsten. Yeah.
0: Kirsten, yeah. I I've I've written that down,
1: honestly. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, fucking Connor and Mackenzie. <laughs> ah, last week's news. <laughs> fucking horrible couple. No, so uh, yeah, Connor and, and Kirsten.
0: Yeah, I, I do. I think there's something there. They're both sweet people. They both want. Um, to be loved and liked by whoever they're with, Dave. And, and whether they can see it or there's just nothing between it. I mean, we've not seen anything between them, but it's definitely, uh, for me, that's where the, the um, things are aligning, the stars are aligning for them just yeah. to come together. But it looks like Jalen's going to put a bit of a play. Yeah. So, Dave, we have had probably the best email for a long time, and it's from our good friend, Anna. So, Mr Horrocks, pull up a chair, pull up a pew, <laughs> And I think, basically, Anna's probably done a better job of summarising this episode than we have. Hi, guys. So much has happened. Let's get right to it. Connor deserved better. The teddy bear broke my heart. I was so glad the boys supported him, and I couldn't agree more with Caleb that he owes Mackenzie absolutely nothing at all. I couldn't believe he gave her the time of day for the closure chat, but whatever. I hope they find a nice girl for him who's also an accountant. They can talk about spreadsheets or something. He actually kind of reminds me of Dr. Alex in that he has a profession outside of social media influencing and modelling, doesn't realise he's attractive and just wants a nice girl. Johnny and Selly, am I the only one who noticed that? Johnny told Selly a fraction what actually happened with Mercedes, like what you said, Dave. He said absolutely nothing about day two and the full frontal assault he and Mercedes did to each other after the Braunschweig relay race. My fingers and toes across that producers reference this in the Twitter game so the truth can finally come out because Selly deserves better. We know Caleb isn't going to snitch. Justin and Caleb, my pick for winners. They're honest, they're loyal enough, and they don't want it too much from each other. Justine deserves to be number one pick, and I hope she and Caleb win. Moira, who cares? How is she still on this show? Well, I'm sorry, Dave. I've definitely missed all this. I'm going to have to go back. <laughs> Jalen and Mackenzie Kirsten. Uh, Jalen can't be pushed around like Connor, and I'm here for it. Mackenzie's trying to pull the whole pouty lick stamping her feet routine, and he's not taking it. I think Mackenzie's finally met her match. I hope Jalen and Kirsten get together because they both deserve some fun. Carrington, what a douche lord, from the sneak attack entrance with Laurel to the absolute savage speech he made, glad Freckles called him out on it because it was out of the line, (laughs) to the apology, non-apology with Kirsten, after he's the worst, Laurel doesn't know this yet, but she also deserves better, Cher, I feel like she's used Freckles as a parachute into the villa and has attempted a long con to get with Caleb, but I can't see him leaving Justine. R.I.P. to the filler characters who've got no screen time yet, DeAndre. Pat, I'm doing the sound of the cross, everyone, just in case. Uh, can't wait to hear what you guys have to say about this episode. Scott and I are cheering you on the whole way. Anna, Anna, amazing email, Dave. And I'll tell you what, I have fucked up with Moira, Anna. Let's, let's just call myself out. Terrible. So what do you <laughs> think of that, Dave?
1: That is an awesome breakdown and <clears throat> great analysis there. And uh, Yeah, I not can't, can't argue with any of that. I will just read out, we've had a few things come in as well. So Susan at Geek Girl Soup says, Connor was so brainwashed it took something this big to shake some sense into him, which I can't disagree with at all. Um, Terrence says, observations, Johnny is a clown, Kirsten is dumb, (laughs) Justine is playing the game, I'm not buying her and Caleb. Told you guys about Moira episodes ago. She is a problem. I see Cher switching up. so on that last bit, I can see Cher switching up, but I'm not sure who she'd go for because I I don't see that Caleb's going to switch now. Um, So, you know, who else would she go for? She's stunning. She could go for anyone, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. Oh. Hey, what about Connor? I'm supposed to say that
0: there's someone who used to have a teddy bear, He'd Rather <laughs> have a female than a teddy bear, Mister Cuddles. You know <laughs> what I mean? Could be the one, Dave. Way into the villa, she'd be loved by everybody in the villa because she gets fucking that uh, horrible snake, Mackenzie, off his back, and everyone would be like, "Oh, perfect couple." She wants to play the game, Dave. That's the one.
1: Yeah, yeah, could well be, but oh, Chris, this this is. I always say, don't I, you know, it's, it's kind of, Love Island's a bit like a bell curve. And I, I think these, you know, the whole recoupling, Casa more this, this is the peak Love Island for me. When we get into the final week, I'm not really interested when we've got get all the genuine couples, but I can't wait to see this, you know, tomorrow night. I can't <laughs> wait to get that fucking fireworks going with uh, uh, Jalen and Mackenzie yeah, and see I- what the fallout is.
0: I'm with you, Dave. Absolutely brilliant. So, guys, if, like Anna, you want to send us in an email... I was going to do the social, the Twitter thing then, Dave. At CD Reality Cast first, if you want to follow us on uh, social media, on Twitter, Instagram, if you want to email us, like Anna again, cdrealitycast at gmail.com. And as always, if you get a chance, get over to your podcast catching app and uh, drop us a review on the show. And I will say a big shout out to Anna's other half, Scott, because he's been with us from the start and he's still here, Scott. So big up, my friend. And Dave, all I can say is... Fucking have it tomorrow, my friend. (laughs)
1: Can't wait, mate. Can't wait. See you tomorrow. Bye.